0: Hey, friends, and welcome to the Happy Hour with Jamie Ivy podcast. I'm your host, Jamie, and I'm so glad you're here. Each week on this show, I invite a girlfriend to join me and we chat about the big things in life, the little things in life, and everything in between. Today's show is brought to you by Dear Anxiety. Let's break up. As a pastor's wife, anxiety sufferer, and mental health professional, Amanda Porter lives at the intersection of faith and mental health. She's created an online course to help any Christian who is struggling with anxiety called Dear Anxiety, Let's Break Up, How to Exchange Overwhelming Fear for Soulful, Lasting Peace. You'll learn actionable skills to help combat your anxiety with faith. Go to amandaporternp.com and enter the code HAPPYHOUR for $10 off the online course. Welcome to episode number 276, where my guest today is my friend, Tara Lee Cobble. Now, if you've been listening for a while, you know that Tara Lee Cobble was first on the Happy Hour in 2016, and then she joined us again last year in November of 2018. She's actually been a Happy Hour live guest as well. And if you've been following along with the Chronological Bible Reading Plan, you might have also listened to Tara Lee every day this year with the Bible Recap Podcast. Tara Lee and I sit down and talk about this last year of Bible reading and how God has used the daily podcast to help grow so many people's love for God's Word. I know that this conversation is going to be super encouraging and inspiring as you look forward to planning your 2020 Bible reading. This is the season for giving, and if you'd be up for giving the happy hour a little gift this year, we would love a five-star review of the podcast. I know you have a lot of options when it comes to listening to podcasts, and we're so honored that you chose to listen to the happy hour. I would love more friends to listen to the show and to learn about the show, and your reviews actually help make that possible. You can review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or whichever podcast player you enjoy using. Okay, friends, here's my conversation with Tara Lee Cobble. Tara Lee Cobble. Hey, welcome back to the happy
1: hour. Thanks. So happy to be here. Your third time. I am. Four if you count the live show. That's exactly right. Gosh. Did you do, did she do an If You Only Knew? Did you do a happy half hour? I did not do a happy half hour. Okay, so four if you count the Mm -hmm. live show. My happiness is extended. It is. Number
0: 112, Mm -hmm. number 220, Mm -hmm. which your first time you were on has always been one of our like highest listened to shows. We talked about Bible reading. It's me.
1: I just keep re-downloading it. So, You're like, I listen to it every <laughs> yeah, day. I listen to myself every morning. <laughs>
0: um, and then you were here last year. Yeah. And we talked a lot about reading
1: the Bible chronologically. Uh huh.
0: Okay. Tell me what's happened in your last year. Like, not everything, but just like, tell me one big high.
1: One big high. I mean, the Bible recap has been, it's consumed my year. It has consumed it. In okay. A- let's
0: go. I want to talk about it then, if that's been your biggest consumer. Okay, yeah. Let's go back. Last December, when mm-hmm. did you plant? You know what? I just totally am sitting on like I'm talking to a friend. Mm -hmm. Tell everybody who you are. What what, what am I doing here?
1: I don't even know what my (laughs) job is.
0: I'm like, Terri tell me about your life. We haven't seen each other in Mm -hmm. a year. Mm -hmm. Let's
1: catch up. Um, I am in full-time ministry. I run a ministry called D Group. It's a discipleship ministry. We meet in homes and churches around the world. We do weekly curriculum that's based on digging deep into scripture. And one of the things that we realized after running D Group for about 10 years was we had people who'd been in D Group for the whole time, who'd never read through the Bible. And so I was like, "What? what is happening? Like, why are people stalling out? And, and I knew my own story of why I was stalling out, why I had never read through until I did. And their story was a lot like mine, which was, I'm confused by it. I don't understand it. And so last fall, we started planning for January 1st to launch a one-year daily podcast where we help people read through the Bible to help anticipate the questions they're gonna have, the confusion they're gonna encounter, so that I could help these people read through the Bible with me. Now, I thought it's probably going to maybe be just a lot of D groupers, but then enter Jamie Ivey. <laughs> and um, like, I don't know, a third, a half, a large percentage of our audience is because people listen to your podcast and they'd never heard of me, but they wanted to read the Bible. And so they jumped in with us and it has just been inc- It's been the best thing I've ever done. I get questions about it all the time. Really? All the time, Uh-huh. yeah, Whoa. because I mention it often because mm-hmm. it's a part of
0: my life, right? And so it's the same way you would ask me about adoption or what mm-hmm. it's just things I talk about, yeah. And I also in my I was writing a book this year, mm-hmm. and I wrote a little bit about something I learned. Ooh, like that, that was I can't cool wait to hear. You know, a lot of times when you're writing, uh-huh. you end up writing things you're reading and learning, listening right. to totally. And so there's a random story in there about in the Bible. That I would have never known or heard, but I was listening. I listened to the Bible this year. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I remember when you were here last year and you said, we're going to do a podcast every day. And I was like, <laughs> <clears throat> I'm sorry, Terry, Lee. <laughs> did you just say you're releasing a show I every know. single day of the yeah. year?
1: Do you remember my uh, like, uh, you were aghast. And I was <laughs> like, it's not going to be a problem. What are you talking about? I was aghast. You were right. and I was wrong. How has that been? it's been a lot. It's been a lot. I really thought I was, I was either arrogant or naive or both in thinking it would take me about an hour per episode to write it. And then, you know, I didn't know how long it would take to record. And you're, you're, I mean, to give you credit, the shows are not, there's not like you're sitting down for an hour. Right. They're eight minutes on average. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I really thought I've read through the Bible 10 times now. I have stacks of notebooks and I'm just going to like, I don't know if I imagined it was just going to be like bullet points or what, like what well, I yeah, it was going to uh-huh. be. I didn't think about the fact that I'm going to have to not only string this together in a story so that people understand and it flows, but also I really wanted to enter into this and not just, uh, I wasn't trying to indoctrinate people. I didn't want to be like, here's what I think and here's this and, and only give my lens. I wanted to say like, some scholars say this, some scholars say that, some scholars say this. So I had to do a lot of research. I was going to say, when you bring in the scholars, Yeah, mm-hmm. you got to bring in mm-hmm. the books. Yep. So it was, every episode was about five and a half hours, five hours of research. So I accidentally gave myself a second full-time job um, because that's seven days a week, five hours an episode plus recording. So it's been a lot. You were right. You were right. That's all I'll say. (laughs) It was a lot and
0: we're done. But here's the great thing about it is 2019, you put in so much work, but this is an asset that people use in 2020 and 2021. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You'll relaunch. I mean, you don't have to relaunch anything, but remarket
1: all the stuff. And everybody, I mean, day, every day is day one for someone. Exactly. Like we yeah. have people starting today on day one. Yeah. And um, which is so
0: great about the show too, is that it's not based on here's what you should be reading on March 13th. Right. It's
1: here's what is on day right 183. Mm-hmm. And we have people who they fall behind and I tell them, if you're in God's word, you are right on time. Like I promise you what you read today that you thought was five days behind schedule is right on time for your life because God is sovereign. He knows what you need to know. And you're never off schedule when you're in God's word. Okay. You want me to tell you about my year in Bible reading? I super want to hear about it. So I brought my phone over here so I could show you. So I've talked a
0: lot about this. If you follow me on Instagram about Bible reading, if I'm on a walk, I'm always listening to the day and I listen to mine often. So Mm -hmm. I will read my Bible with whatever else I'm doing in life. But for this chronological study, I chose to listen to the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And I know you listen and read at the same time.
1: I, and, I change it up okay, okay. and I'm an auditory learner. So some people act like listening to it is lesser than reading it with your eyes. I, that is not a lesser way to take in the Bible.
0: To me, it doesn't feel lesser to me either because yeah. I like to listen as well. Mm-hmm. It also felt convenient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't read a book on a walk. It takes you out of your excuses. And I can't read a book in my mm-hmm. car, mm-hmm. but I can listen. And so anyhow, mm-hmm. uh, there are how many days in a year? 365. 365. We're recording on December 6th, so we should be around, mm-hmm. what's the math? What day are you on today?
1: Pull up your phone. Me tell me, me what day, day you are on. on. Um, I, we just finished Second Corinthians this morning. What, 340? We're on 340. 40. Yes. You just
0: finished Second Corinthians. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when I tell you this, my fear is that you're going to think I don't ever read my Bible. But that's not true. Correct. I, today, if I were to turn this Bible I feel like vulnerable right now. I share a lot of crazy sp- things space. about my life on here, but here yeah. I am saying, but this is an encouragement, is I'm on day 202 and I will be reading Hosea 8. Oh, that's a good one. So day 202. I don't feel guilty about that at all. But the thing that has helped me is there's this little three dots at the top of the Bible app in version, and you push it and it says, Catch Me Up. Catch Me Up. Me up. So mm-hmm. then I no longer see 25 days missed. I see what I'm supposed to be reading today right. on December 6th. Yeah. It's been such an asset to my life this year. It's been an addition to my regular reading. Some days it has been my reading. Some days mm-hmm. it has been an addition. Mm-hmm. I have said often, and I thought it would happen by December 31st, 2019. It more likely looks like the middle of 2020 mm-hmm. is that when I finish this and I will, it will be one of my, this sounds so grandiose. It'll be one of my greatest accomplishments because I've never, It'll. I will be able to say, I have read the Bible from cover to
1: cover. The whole thing. The whole thing. Yeah. And that feels grand. Uh Uh-huh. It's, if, when I read through our reviews on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever, Mm -hmm. that is the story over and over and over. I've been a Christian for 60 years and never read through the Bible. Um, I, like, I've always tried. I've always failed. And so many people are, they're like, I didn't know I could do this. I always wanted to do this. It always seemed out of reach. And it is a big deal. It's huge. I remember as a kid, I would go to my grandparents' house and my
0: grandmother and grandfather on my, on my mom's side um, loved Jesus, served him, all the things. And in this house where I have this particular memory, my there was like an upstairs and my grandfather had a desk up there. And he would go up there and he would read his Bible every morning. Mm. And in the front cover of his Bible, and did I tell you this last time? Mm-mm. Okay, in the front cover of his Bible, which is really cool because after my grandmother passed away, I ended up coming home with this Bible are hashtags in the front. And it's of how many times, of he's, how many read times he's read through the oh, Bible. That
1: gave me chill bumps. That makes me so happy. Right? I and love so that.
0: I remember seeing him value that time every day. And now I have his Bible in my room. Isn't that great? Mm-hmm. And in the front, I think there's probably 12 to 14 hashtags of wow. the time that he read cover to cover the Bible. <laughs> That's amazing. And what a wow. legacy. Like I, I think about that too, with even, you know, talking about Bible literacy and spending time in God's word, what a legacy that that impacted me Mm -hmm. as, you know, a 10 year old girl. right?
1: And the way that he passed that down, just the things that, not even just the, I love reading the Bible, but the way that his intimacy with the Lord impacted the way he interacted with your family.
0: Yeah. You know? So this year with doing the Bible recap, which Mm -hmm. is a podcast that you did once every day, Mm -hmm. are you done for the year?
1: I have recorded the last episode. Congratulations. And yeah, and since you aren't you we have I was I have an announcement to make on your show. We're going to drop some exciting announcements. I
0: love announcements. <laughs> okay, so you're done recording all your
1: episodes. Mm-hmm. When did you finish?
0: About a, the
1: day before Thanksgiving. Okay. Yeah. So that was that was the big push because we we're starting a new project that I'm excited to tell you and your listeners about. Okay, so let me, before you drop the bomb about the new project, because I'm so excited about. Uh-huh. Um,
0: well, I'll do the project because I have some questions. I have some questions <laughs> okay. more about this past year, but do the project. Oh, yeah, do, yeah, yeah, totally. Do the bomb, drop the um, bomb. So
1: we're we're re-releasing everything again January 1st. We're not deleting anything. We're re-releasing all the new episodes again so that on January 1st, it's just easier than like so going back and start, searching through. You don't have to go back, to scroll through iTunes. Exactly, it's right there. yeah. So we want, we and we have churches who are joining us for 2020 and we just want everything to be lined up but also for the people who so many people have told us they're going to do it again. Because, you know, it takes, they say you have to hear something eight times before it sticks with you. So they're like, I'm going to keep doing this for Uh years to come for the foreseeable future, which is amazing. And they have friends who are joining them, but they wanted something else. And they were like, are you going to, you know, freshen up the podcast? I was like, not a chance. (laughs) (laughs) No, this is 100 hour weeks for a 52 week year So, um, but what we're going to do is for those people, you know, we tell them read and then recap. And so now we're adding a respond podcast. So we'll be having a daily prayer podcast where we're praying through scripture for the year. So we're going to take what we read and what we recapped, and I'm going to take like what we learned about God's character in that episode, what we learned about our sinful hearts, what we learned about like who he is and how he interacts with us. And we're going to turn that into prayer in response to the episode. And because it's a daily prayer podcast, we're calling it the Bible kneecap. And <laughs> look at you! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we thought that would keep with our branding, and that uh-huh. would um, also remind people like this is about prayer. So we're doing the the Bible kneecap in 2020. So
0: you will record those, but mm-hmm. the research is gone. You've already done the research. Correct. You've already done yeah. the work, and now yeah. you're going to pray. Yeah. Are you the one doing all the praying?
1: I am the one doing all okay. the praying. Um, Callie is doing a lot of the writing of the uh, prayers, prayers, so that's super helpful. Um, so we're we're working on that together. That is so and exciting. It's been it's been great. And so that way we have something so for that... people to we're tr- teaching people in that we're still teaching people about who God is because people are taught through these prayers. And I think some people have issues with things like um praying written pre-recorded or pre-written prayers. They think it's insincere. But that's what the Lord's Prayer is. Jesus did that. Look at you. Boom. And Mind drop. Also David, I mean, the Psalms, how much is that comforting to us? How Mm -hmm. much do we pray through those in churches for centuries have used those as prayers? So um, we think it'll be a great way for people to continue to learn about who God is and dig into responding to him.
0: Is it a brand new podcast or is it on the same feed? It's a brand new podcast. That you would have to go subscribe to. And we're going
1: to do it through Patreon um, so that it's just, it's off the main line. um, And that way it doesn't confuse anybody. Tell us about your Patreon uh our patreon people are great and they, and they you're giving them extra stuff is what i'm saying yeah what, oh yeah, totally, yeah because you're going mm-hmm. deeper yeah and we give them you know one of our patreon levels is like bonus content one is a monthly q and r and then one is our facebook discussion group which has been so great the majority of the people in our facebook discussion group are people who are doing this reading plan alone they don't have like a friend so who's doing it this with them the community and they build community and it's also great because they'll come in and they'll ask a question and it's not just like, well, here's Terry Lee's answer. Terry Lee says this, you know, it's not me dominating the discussion. It's all these other people going, Well, here's what I found, or here's what I looked into, and here's this. And it's such a great, rich place for them. Have so, you had any nonsense over there? Uh, not at all. No Good. nonsense. Our people have been so kind. And you know, we've gotten you a- can com- you can there can be some nonsense when you're talking uh-huh. about scripture. Yeah. We've gotten a couple of s- challenging emails, but our What are we challenging? Tell me. <laughs> You don't need to throw
0: anything under the bus.
1: Oh but yeah, what are um, we challenging? Let's see. Um, some they're they're the one that I think of off the bat. I mean, because these are just so near to my heart. Content. Um, it's more like hey, they're, they're more challenging us. Like mm-hmm. hey, why did you do this or why did you say this? And um, so when we have gotten that, and we've responded with gentleness and grace and scripture, every single time that people have been like. I'm so sorry. Like I was, I was in a bad space when I wrote this. I, I'm sorry. I was so harsh and aggressive. You're right. Thank you. I'm sorry.
0: Haven't we all been there where we do things Uh when we're not in the right mind frame to do? Uh Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also, I mean, sometimes those can be great emails, like Mm -hmm. they can be hard to hear, but sometimes you go, huh, this is the seventh person to say this. Like maybe there is Mm something to hear, but you also did the, where you would come back at the end of the month and say, Here's where I messed mm, up.
1: Reflections and corrections. Did you plan on doing that? We did not. And then you got the emails or the messages? No, it was, uh, we get, we got one, I think we got one message about me saying, it was when I said Hagar instead of Rahab or Rahab instead of Hagar or something like that. And so many people were confused. They were like, who is this person that you're mentioning that we haven't even read about in the text? Oh. And I was like, oh man. And so what we did was I immediately went in, we edited the episode right away. But for all those, so for the people who were, you know, maybe a little bit behind and were catching up to it, but I was like, we got to set this straight, and so um, we, you know, did this. It was Ka- Callie had the idea of doing it, reflections and corrections, where we do sort of a monthly overview to get people up to speed to where we are, but then we make any corrections. What did you learn about through. that through that? It was really good. It was really helpful. It also, I mean, those first few early mistakes put the fear of God in me in the best way possible. It was like there are people listening to this because oh. Jamie. Told you, I thought it was mostly going to be D group listening until we came on your show, and it was like all these other people <laughs> listening. And I thought, I thought maybe three hundred people would listen to this, and I woke up on January first to three hundred emails thanking you. This is awesome! Yeah. How do I yeah, get like, a part yeah. of D group? Uh-huh. And like, one of the problems was we had a we had our first episode accidentally had two episodes together. Not separated? Right. Okay. And they were like, so, uh," and then you're talking to your audio engineer, you're talking to Allison in between. I don't know who Allison is. (laughs) Yeah. So so all these people like letting us know, but that meant they were listening, you know? Right. So- That's like our, that's like my worst fear Exactly. because when
0: I d- run ads, I'll be like, okay, mm-hmm. guys, listen, oh my gosh, I got to get the kids. Okay. I'm going to make this real quick. And then I do the ad right. like my worst fear is that shows up in an episode. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: So we did that on our launch date. Okay. Right great. out of yeah. the gate. Uh-huh. All these new God's people that we wanted to impress. Because they're keeping you humble. Right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It sure was. So, um, r- pretty early on, I realized like people are listening and I have to take this seriously. And we have a wide range of listeners we have eighty-year-olds. We have twelve-year-olds. We have men. We have women. It's just such a wide range, and I really wanted to be careful to like be available to each of those people. So even when I started saying like, "Hey, this isn't maybe child-friendly content," so if you have some little ears, you know, things like that, just learning that like, you needed to preface right. that. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. want to talk about the, David and Bathsheba on the day that your five-year-old right. is in the car. Right. What what tool did you use the most? 'Cause you said you were
0: realizing this wasn't just Terry right. Lee's thoughts.
1: My most frequently used tool was the Faith Life Study Bible. Um that that I use that every single day. You know, I used a lot of like other commentaries, like Matthew Henry was sort of a staple. And then also Arthur Pink and Doug Moo and um those guys and um a Greek Hebrew lexicon and all those yeah. things can seem like
0: foreign language to some people listening. Yes. What if someone wants to study the Bible and they're doing the Bible recap and mm-hmm. they're listening? I mean, mm-hmm. they're reading the chronological Bible, they're mm-hmm. listening to Bible recap. Mm-hmm. If you were like, "This is what I have loved the most," what mm-hmm. would you tell people to go buy?
1: Uh, either the ESV Study Bible, or uh, I don't know if the Faith Life Study Bible is is something you can physically purchase. It's online. I for have free. the ESV Study Bible. It's great. But the ESV Study Bible is is my is just such a great tool. Yeah, it's really great. I, do you use Logos ever? I don't have Logos. Okay. Um, I would love to have logos. Yeah, um, it's a it's a pricey. But, it's a yeah, it's an mm-hmm. investment. Yeah, yeah. I, you, I you, love you're the that. second person to ask me that this month, and I'm like, <laughs> I wish I'd even remembered that that existed a year ago. Would I have been use super
0: it. Um, I bought a thing
1: for it. Uh-huh. It helps me with teaching yeah, and stuff. Yeah,
0: I, I like it a lot. Yeah. It just helps look, look at different that. verses and stuff. Um, reading the Bible can be so scary to some people, mm-hmm. but it felt like with the Bible recap that you had this like cheerleader mm-hmm. who would come in and say here's what we read today. Did you get this? And sometimes I'd be like, where did Tara Lee actually see <laughs> what she is actually talking about? Because I listened to the whole thing and I was so confused the whole time. But you would bring it in and tie this bow uh-huh. on it. And I think that was such a help, even for someone like me who'd be listening on a walk. And right. I'm on a walk. I'm not like reading and right. underline and stuff. And so it was this kind of fallback to do that. Um, do you have a story of someone who came to you and like the story of this has changed my life that has stuck with you through this year?
1: Mm. I'll tell you, uh, it's a similar, it's a sort of answer to your question. But the story that I have been really moved by is we got an email from a listener in Mumbai, India, who he's Buddhist and he is a university student. And he is like, I I found this and I, I like, are we in the Old Testament or the New Testament? And what's the difference? And, you know, help And so we drafted an email back to him explaining the Old Testament, New Testament, weaving the gospel in there. And then I was like, please write back with any other questions that you have. We like, we want to keep in touch with you. It was the first non-Christian that we had listening. So he was like, I'm a Buddhist, you know? And so we continued to correspond with him. And I was like, how did you find out about us? Well, he said, I have an English professor who told me I should read the Bible because it's great literature. It has all different kinds of literature involved in it. And so we're like, I bet this professor's a Christian. (laughs) Yeah, so- pretty soon, he writes back and he's like, I really want to convert. And I would like, I'm getting you, ch- I'm getting chill bumps as I'm telling you this story. Like he's, he's like, I really want to, and he's like, I live with my parents, so I can't convert because I'll be kicked out and I'll be like ostracized from my family. But the minute that I graduate college and I move out of my parents' house, I want to be a Christian. And so, I mean, just the whole thing was like, I can't believe I have the opportunity to, from th- out of the gate, the first this person ever knows about Jesus, like he doesn't know the difference between the Old and New Testament. He doesn't know anything about Christianity. And he was like, I found out there's a church in my area that I'm gonna start trying to go to when I can manage to like make it happen. We were looking at, my assistant was like looking at missionaries that were there to try to connect him with a missionary who's in Mumbai so that they can like start building a relationship. And so I took his name and I, the the little desk where I like would write there's a mirror hanging like up on the wall across from it. And I took a dry erase marker and I wrote his name on there because there were many days where I didn't want, I would sit at that desk for 15 hours a day and there was hardly this year, there were very few waking moments that I wasn't working. And so um, like it's been terrible for my health. It's been terrible for my sleep. It's been terrible for my social life and I needed reminders of why I was doing it. And so I wrote his name on my mirror. So I remember like, you're doing this for him. Like, this is who you're doing this for. Of course, I'm doing it for everyone who's listening. And I'm even doing it for me. Mm -hmm. Like it changed me in ways I didn't anticipate. But I I needed a name. I needed to remember that like, there's somebody out there who's getting to know God for the first time ever. Mm. And this is the tool God's using to do it. So that is, that's the story that has meant the most to me this year.
0: All right, friends, I know you're loving the show, but first I want to thank some sponsors that make today's show possible. Today's show is brought to you by Third Love. Third Loves are designed with the measurements from millions of women. Third Love's bra styles are made to fit your life. They have over 80 bra sizes, but no, the only one that matters to you is your size. I've been wearing Third Love bras for over three years and I continue to be surprised how comfortable the fit is. The straps don't slip, there's no itchy tag label and they are lightweight. They have super thin memory foam cups that are super comfortable. You guys, it's the perfect bra. Regularly forget that I even have it on. It's really that comfortable. Plus, one of my things that I love about them is that returns and exchanges are free and easy. In fact, thanks to 3rd Love's perfect fit promise, every customer has 60 days to wear it, to wash it, and put it to the test. And if you don't love it, you guys, you can return it, and 3rd Love's going to wash it and donate it to a woman in need. But I think you're probably gonna love it. And if you don't, like one friend that I met on the road told me that she tried Third Love. The first one didn't work. She sent it back. She got the next one. She loves it. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering all of my listeners, that's you guys, 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash Jamie. That is my first name, J-A-M-I-E. Right now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash Jamie for 15% off today. Today's show is brought to you by Rothy's. You guys know I've mentioned before how much I like my Rothy's. I have a pair of the Scooter Red Flats and they have this added design detail across the toe. Super cute. They're constantly launching new styles. So you're guaranteed to find a pair or two or three or four that you love. I like them so much because you know what I can do with them when they get dirty? I throw them in the washing machine. Yes, these are shoes that you can wash Rothy's are the perfect everyday shoes for life on the go. They're stylish and comfortable, and they come in ever-changing array of colors, prints, and patterns. They're also available in a range of styles like sneakers, loafers, points, and more. And because Rothy's are seamlessly knit using thread made from plastic water bottles, yes, you heard me right, plastic water bottles, they're ultra comfortable as soon as you slip them on. A bonus about Rothy's is that they have diverted over 35 million water bottles from landfills already to date. Plus, they always come with free shipping and free returns and exchanges. So there's no risk, no worries, basically no reason not to give them a try. Check out all the amazing styles available right now at rothys.com slash ivy. That's my last name, I-V-E-Y. Go to rothys, R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash ivy, I-V-E-Y, to get your new favorite flats. Comfort, style, and sustainability, these are the shoes that you've been waiting for. Head to rothys.com slash ivy today. It's funny. I say this all the time on the show when someone sits in the chair and tells me that they came to know God through reading his word Mm. is we can get in, especially Western culture, we can Mm -hmm. get very jaded to the fact that that actually happens. (laughs) Right. Do you know what I mean? Uh Then we would think that we would need a a program and Uh programs are great. You would think we would need a great set and great sets are great. We mm-hmm. need a great church. All those things are great. Mm-hmm. But I love being reminded that God does not need any of those things right. to pierce into our hearts. Mm-hmm. And so when I have people who sit here, like you're talking about this man and would say, I read God's word and I grew to love him and mm-hmm. know him for the first time. Right. And I'm just like, that's so crazy and crazy because I read the Old Testament mm-hmm. and I'm still reading the Old Testament mm-hmm. and it's difficult sometimes to read. And to think that God is still faithful to use that, even when mm-hmm. our brains are having a hard time understanding. Yeah,
1: And that's, I am feel so grateful because I feel like one of the things that, do you, do you know the story in the New Testament where um, I'm the not Ethiopian... there yet, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so, there's so there's a story out. in the New <laughs> Testament when you get there, yeah. um, there's an Ethiopian eunuch uh, and he is reading, he's sitting in his chariot and he's reading the word of God and he doesn't understand it. And Philip shows up and he's like, let's talk about this. Let me walk you through it. And the Ethiopian eunuch comes to faith in God, like he goes and they're baptized right there. And so, I mean, I kind of feel like in a lot of ways, the Lord's given me this opportunity to be Philip to this man in India yeah, Um, and to say like, here's what this means and here's what this is and here's what the Old Testament is. And um, it has reminded me all the more of the importance of weaving Jesus through the whole story as scripture does, Um, because Jesus is all throughout the Old Testament. And it wasn't until we, I didn't realize that maybe I wasn't doing as good of a job of that as I wanted to until we got to the New Testament and everybody was like, boy, I sure am ready for Jesus. And I'm like, oh gosh, I've let you down. I've let you down because he's there all the time. He's there from Genesis one on day one. Jesus is the one who does the manual labor of creation. Mm. Like God, the father gives the creation command. God, the son does the manual labor. God, the spirit hovering over the face of the waters. And so as I'm going through and we're working on, um, the Bible kneecap episodes and all that I'm looking through and like, are there other places that I can punch up Jesus here Mm. because he's there the whole time. Yeah. And for people like this man in India, I don't want them to be surprised when all of a sudden he shows up on the sheet, right? Like, well, who's this? Uh Like, no, he's been there all along. So that's something that I feel, I feel like we did a decent job of that, but I think we didn't state it a lot outright. Would you ever go back and re-record any? Yeah, I think I think there's a chance I might. Yeah, um, so I, I don't it think it's like anything. You could
0: always re-record. Like you could right. always say, "Oh, we should have done this. We should have said this. We could add yeah. this." Yeah,
1: you got to draw the line and somewhere, huh? There's probably a. I'll probably do some re-recording anyway because this is another like behind-the-scenes story, pulling back the curtain a uh-huh. little bit. I was recording initially in my apartment. I bought like a sheepskin rug and I put it in a cardboard box from Amazon and I was like sticking my head in the box to record the episodes and it was so hot and I had to do it in the middle of the night because I live in a like almost downtown. It's very loud, horns and whatever. You could hear my neighbor's air conditioning kick on and it was exhausting yeah. and I'm doing it at like three in the morning just so it's cooler because I have to turn the AC off in my apartment and a church. I've never even attended, came along and the pastoral staff was like, we listened to the Bible recap. Do you need a studio? We have a studio you can use. So about two thirds of the way through the year, I was like, okay, I'll take you up on yes. that. And it sounds so much better. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I was like, there's, this is amazing. I'm not sweating in my apartment at 3 a.m. So I might go back at some point And redo and some redo, of those early sweaty ones. Yeah. Oh, okay. This was your 11th time to read through the Bible. Hmm.
0: What keeps you doing it? It could be easy to say, like, I've already read through the Bible. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Why go back every year to redo it?
1: I love him. And I learn something new about him every day. Every, I, you keep thinking arrogantly, like, okay, I've learned it all now. This year has taught me anything. It's that I've still so much more to learn. Because this is, I would write and be like, okay, I want to, do the, these two viewpoints on this position. Like I have my opinion, but I want to like give proper time to this other opinion. And so I would, you know, write out the script to cover both options. And then I'd be like, now I want to go find a good resource to link people for more information. Cause you know, we we try to keep it short and, but if they want to dig deeper, we want to give them a tool in the show notes. And I'm like, okay, the two views on whatever, whatever. And it would link me to an article. It would be like, here are the four views on this. And I'm like, four. I years. need to. <laughs> I was like, I didn't even know that these other two existed, and so I'm just like learning so much, and so I because I love him, I want to know everything about him, and I really thought uh, I was just telling Callie in the car on the way here that like I thought when I finished I would be relieved because it's been a beat down, and when I was writing episode 364, I started to feel dread creeping in. And 365, I was just like I was having a really hard time. And I just broke down when I finished and it wasn't relief. It was it felt like a breakup. I just was so sad. Like my year has been spending all of my waking hours with the Lord. And I was just I was really sad. And um for like 36 hours, I like Walked around with my Bible tucked in my waistband like I couldn't I didn't want to be apart from it I was like washing dishes with my Bible tucked in my yoga pants, you know, like I, I didn't expect to. I fell in love with him even more and so I know that like As I continue to get to know him more and more it's just gonna deepen my love for him So yeah, it's just it's worth it every year. Yeah, he's everything
0: did I see you at one point this year writing Bible recaps in a hospital? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: what happened? My mom had knee replacement surgery, and for a lot of people, that's outpatient or one to two days in the hospital. And she, they told us afterward that sh- she, it almost took her out. Um, we were in the hospital for, I think, a week. It was an eleven day. For eleven days, I was I was with her, um, with her, her knee surgery. Which again, it's such a routine surgery. You don't think mm-hmm. anything, but it was it was rough. How has your health been? My health, the oh man, surprising. Because I think it would probably be the very first episode,
0: the very first time you were on one twelve of oh, my show uh-huh. that we probably talked
1: about. Because you had had you were about to have your surgery. Have, I was heading into my first of two open heart surgeries. First of two or second of two? I was heading into the first of two, right? And I had them them three months apart. Okay, yes. So actually, this weekend is the three-year anniversary of my first surgery. So, gosh. But um, my health, despite the fact that I have, (laughs) it's really funny. Like my vision has started to go. I got vertigo this year. I like I gained fifteen pounds. Like it's just been terrible for my general health. Mm -hmm. But I haven't gotten sick. A single time, despite how poorly I've been eating, the fact that I haven't had time to exercise, the fact that I haven't had time to sleep, the Lord has just really sustained my health in a miraculous yeah. way.
0: Yeah. And your heart is good. Yeah. Heart is good. Will you ever have to Lord. have another
1: heart surgery? Hope not. Don't think so. But you, they think no. Yeah. We're just keeping an eye on it. So I go in every six months for like a battery of tests and they're like, everything's great. I'm like, perfect. You're good. Yeah. Yeah how many times you go to israel this year one okay. no two two i went two, two. yeah two mm-hmm.
0: so when you i've seen you take your trips and are these people that you're bringing with d group or can anyone apply and go
1: anyone can go um we invite the bible recap people to come the last trip was about half d group half the bible recap and then i did like a little private boutique tour um just a family of four and i, I mean you're the was, tour
0: leader uh-huh i didn't yeah. know that was on your job resume yeah I thought you just like, I didn't know. You're walking around telling them things. Yeah. uh Look at you.
1: Teaching the Bible from the place where it happened.
0: You got to come. Oh, I would love to come. Mm -hmm. I would love to come. Neither Aaron and I, we've never been to Israel. And it is. We should do like a little
1: like. We should do a happy hour tour. We should. Oh, man. Let's make it happen. We should do a happy hour tour Mm -hmm. and invite people to happy hour listeners with Mm -hmm. Tara Lee and Jamie. I would love
0: that. That'd be so great. I can only imagine Mm -hmm. what it feels like to walk in the places, because I'll give you an example. I was re- recently teaching um, on Jesus saying that he is the light of the world.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And in my little, logos Bible study, mm-hmm. it took me to a rendering of the t- where he would have been standing to teach that. And it mm-hmm. showed me the poles that held the lamp stands that would spread light. And so why that would be so relevant to the people. Mm-hmm. So I can not even imagine what it would feel like to stand where that happened. What is your favorite Jesus story to be at the place?
1: Mm, my favorite is the shoreline of the Sea of Galilee. Um, there is one natural harbor. The shoreline hasn't changed in 2000 years. And this one natural harbor where they would, you know, park the boats, whatever you do with a boat. I don't know if you park it. You park it, it or park you park like. Tie it dock up on it. a po- dock dock it it. Yeah, I was like, there has to be another word. <laughs> I, like, I know it. It. it's not parked, but yeah. people know what I mean. Yeah. Um, so, where they would dock the boats, same natural harbor. And it's one of the few places that, like, it's not commercialized at all. There's not anybody like selling you anything. It's just this rocky shoreline. And it's, it, it almost certainly has to be the place where Jesus A, called his disciples and B, visited them after the resurrection. And so this when is like
0: caught when Peter is when Peter
1: throws himself out of the boat and, Jesus makes and the jumps back in. Fish breakfast. Mm-hmm. Yep. And there's even a big, wide, flat rock there, like a big rock, um, like, you know, almost the size of this rug you've uh-huh. got here. And, you know, if you've ever been camping, you look for a big flat rock to lay your stuff out on. I wouldn't know, but sure, people know. So yeah, it's like, if you don't, before picnic tables existed, you're looking for like, what do I set my stuff out on? Yeah. On On that shoreline, there's a big flat rock. And so they're like, it's this almost certainly would have been where Jesus would have like laid out the fish that he made for breakfast for them. Which is one of my favorite stories mm -hmm, about Jesus mm -hmm. and the way he loved him. Yeah. And so it's just, it's incredible. I imagine Peter like, jumping out of the boat because the other thing that's really cool about that story is when Jesus calls the disciples, the reason that they decide to follow him, the reason that Peter's like, oh, you are the Lord is because they've been fishing. They don't catch anything. And Jesus tells them, throw it on the other side. And, you know, they can't, the nets are breaking. On that same sea you just told me about. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's when he called them. Okay. So then later when he's visiting them after the resurrection, resurrection, it's the sun hasn't come up yet. It's dark on the shoreline. They don't know it's Jesus. And they're out there fishing. And he's like, children, you know, because they're like 16 years old. And he's like, children, have you caught anything yet? Uh, And they're like, no, we haven't. And he's like, do this. And they, you know, catch 153 fish. And um, so he, they, as soon as that happens, Peter is, Peter and John are like, that's Jesus. It's like a inside joke with his boys. It's like a callback to when he called them the first time. Because they're like, I remember when he did that before. I, did you do this in the Bible recap? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So you You'll haven't get gotten there, there. yet. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. This is so good. And uh, so they're like, oh, oh, I know who that is. And then Peter is like losing it. Can't even wait and for the boat to, you know, dock. dock. He just throws himself into the water and like runs to Jesus. This man he just betrayed three times. That How much does that tell us about the character of the Lord that he knows he's going to be welcomed and embraced by the one he just betrayed at the darkest moment of his life? And yet he hurls himself into the water to get there quicker because he can't wait for the boat. Like, it's amazing. It's, and then even like the symbolism, we talk about the 153 fish and people are like, why 153? That's a weird number. It's, you know, it's not, there's not symbol. A lot of Judaism is there's numbers and there's symbolism in the numbers. Mm -hmm. 153 is weird. It doesn't fit the bill. It's not like 40, you know? 153, scholars think that that's the number of fish types there were in the sea of galilee and that this represented one of every type which then sort of gives this demonstration of jesus his got the gospel going out to every nation people from every tongue and tribe and nation being caught in the net of the kingdom
0: that's unbelievable isn't it i cannot wait to get to the <laughs> recap <recount. laughs> when is that gonna be like no uh, it's gotta be october or november in the, the yeah. year
1: plan That is amazing. Yes. You've got, we've got to do this Israel. We've got to do a trip together and then you can teach on the light of the world Uh, in that spot, uh you know, pick some of your favorite spots and we'll have you teach there. Did we just plan this?
0: 2021, Happy Hour I can't Israel wait. trip. Um, okay, so you just told me that, which that mm-hmm. is just blowing my mind here. And mm-hmm. I don't want that to be your answer. What was the coolest <laughs> thing you learned this year?
1: Oh, wow. Or the thing that just
0: blew your mind, or the thing that made you love God
1: more. Okay, I'll I'll tell you, um I'll tell you something that really humbled me because when I it was one thing that I was like, I never knew this. And I was telling people and they were like, Well, yeah, duh. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Well, that's hmm. happened to me before. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um this is this is one of those things scholars debate, but um, Elijah, who you know is carried away in a chariot of fire, I always thought that that was like him. You know, that was his, that was his um, this beautiful, rare kind of death, you know, that he's like carried away into the kingdom. He's crosses over. There are theories out there that make sense that he actually was still alive for like decades after this because there's a letter that shows up that they think is from him.
0: So, where is this like? No one knows. It's like Tupac. Like, people don't know where
1: he is. Right? That's such a good comparison. You know what I mean? So you got funny. the rumors? Yeah. So, it's like this theory that like, he's still actually alive out there somewhere. Not right now. No, no, no. Not right now. Okay. But, like, it's like,
0: wait. <laughs> <laughs> Tara <tarily>. Lee, right no.
1: now? No, no. But for, for a, a while, couple decades. Yeah. For a while, he was still alive out there. Where,
0: where do they, do they think they know the death then if, or do they just think that? No, they it was just
1: that? uh we think he might still be alive because we just got a letter that's allegedly from him. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you see that in scripture or is that just like... Yeah, that was in, it was it's in scripture, but it's kind of like a subtle, it's okay. a very, just one of those like bloop, like just a blip on the radar. Mm-hmm. And... um I was like, I never, I just thought that was like this beautiful death yeah. scene. And it's like, maybe it was, but maybe not. But maybe you know? not. And it's been super, you know, you learn to hold a lot of things with an open hand. One of the things we say over and over again is we don't scream where scripture whispers and we don't whisper where scripture screams. So oh, that's good. And, um, you know, there are some places that it's interesting. I always felt like scripture was whispering, but the more you study it, the more you see like, no, scripture screaming. Anything in this. particular? Um sovereignty of God is like all over the place and another thing is I until I started reading this year was a year where a lot of the New Testament I was reading with new eyes like particularly the letters like the epistles Paul's letters to the church um, Luke's letters because, to the, to acts I don't know those very I was I was seeing it through their lens like trying to read it as they would have read it instead of like because it is it's a letter are, to to a specific church, church yeah right And so I was always thinking like, what can we take from this and apply to our modern churches? And some of that's helpful, but I was also learning like, they're in really specific circumstances. And so one of the things that you see over and over and over is the racism and the cultural divides over and over and over. Every church in the New Testament struggles with that, every single one. Mm. And they just keep leaning in. They're like, we're in this together because some of the questions are, I'm a Gentile. I'm not, I'm not a Jewish person. Do I need to convert to Judaism before I convert to Christianity? Like that's a huge debate. And do I need to lay down my culture and pick up Jewish culture? Wasn't
0: even a debate in between like people following Jesus? It's a debating what you needed to do. Like you need to Mm -hmm. still follow these rules or do you not?
1: Yeah. And so, um, you know, there's the Jerusalem council and they say like, the only things that you need to lay down in your culture are these two things. And the only things you need to pick up is the culture of Christ. You don't need to convert to Judaism, and ha- pick up Jewish culture, but don't eat meat sacrificed to idols. It's going to be a stumbling block for your brothers. And so just things like that, that are like the church learning to live across the cultural divides, which we're still dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. And I just didn't realize how prominent that was in every new testament church but you hadn't seen you shot with fresh eyes this yeah. time uh-huh
0: yeah um i'd be interested to hear in th- two three four years every year what is your fresh eye you know what yeah. i mean mm-hmm. because there or you could see a theme kind of rise up in your own personal life and i would even i've for me i thinking a lot right now about women mm-hmm. and so i would listen and read a lot trying to find when were women treated well right and yeah. so I've been reading a lot through that mm-hmm. lens of what does it look like and how does God care for women when the culture wasn't? Right. Or how was Jesus treating women when mm-hmm. the culture wasn't? And so it'd be interesting
1: to see the different lenses that you yeah. read it through. And it's so one of the things that is challenging is when you just zoom in on one verse and you don't look at the whole context because there are some things Paul says that are hard to yeah. read. Yeah. But then you look at and you're like, oh, well, he's he here he told women to be women to be silent in churches. But back there he was telling women, when you prophesy in churches, here's how to do it. And like, don't forbid these women from prophesying, like, Mm -hmm. so, so like it feels, and, you know, one of the things that you learn when you're studying the cultural context is each of these churches has a different scenario that they're dealing with. And the church at Corinth, when he's telling the women to be silent in the churches, one of the, one of the theories that I read that made a lot of sense to me was, um, this is Roman culture. This isn't Jewish culture, Roman culture, the men would come into the forum and they would have their debates between each other. And then the women were often outside. So outside the church, They're kind of um, potentially yelling in to find out what's like, hey, what's going on in there? You know, like asking their husbands. And so Paul's saying, just knock it off. Ask them when you get home because you're disrupting things and we're trying to create order here. And so, you know, I I wasn't there. I don't know. But given Roman culture at the time, that makes a lot of sense. And it would be the way I compared on the Bible recap is like, it might be kind of like telling people to silence their cell phones now. Like, Stop answering your phone in the middle of the church service. This is disruptive, disruptive. to everyone. Yeah. Deal with it later. Yeah. So um, anyway, just things that. That's very yeah. relevant right now in our world. Mm-hmm. You know, those
0: conversations, because mm-hmm. we're yeah. all having them and listening to them and seeing them and uh-huh. all the things. Uh huh. Everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. All <laughs> yeah. the things. Lots of opinions. Uh-huh. Um, well, I know without a doubt that a lot of new listeners to the happy hour. I mean, this will be, is this the third year in a row? That you've been on in December or did uh, we skip a year? We skipped a year. Okay.
1: Yeah. But but maybe if you count the if you count the, the, the live, it might be four years in I a know, row. Yeah. I know.
0: But what I have heard most from them is, um, thank you for talking about it. And thank mm-hmm. you for sharing. I didn't know I could do this. And so I hope that as you're listening, that you're encouraged that you can start whenever. Yeah. That you can still be in Hosea on December 6th, mm-hmm. like yep. I am. Um, or you could be at the end of, you know, Corinthians, like the year long reading plan is, but yeah. to just continue to do it and be yeah. in the word. And it's fruitful. Mm -hmm. I mean, God's word is fruitful Mm -hmm. for our lives, and so I'm just so stinking proud of you.
1: I really am. I'm. I'm I'm so so proud of you. Do you know? Like, I, I don't know how many thousands of people are doing the Bible recap because you talked about it. But literally, by you devoting that hour episode to that, eternities have been impacted. Lives have been changed. Like, I don't know this man in India. I don't know how he found the Bible recap. I don't know if he like did a search online or whatever, but there are certainly people who are reading the Bible and falling in love with the Lord and eternities are being changed because you took an hour to talk about Mm -hmm. how to do it. And so like what you're doing matters so much. Well, thanks. Um, My life has been changed
0: Mm -hmm. by the gospel and by reading his word. It's a value to me. And Mm so it's my show, I can do whatever I want, right? So we can talk about Bible <laughs> yeah, reading. That's but right. I'll tell you, in the next two months, we have you talking about Bible reading. We have Beth Moore coming on here. We have Rachel Myers talking about Bible reading with She Reads Truth. Oh. Uh, Becky Kaiser is on here talking about Bible reading. I mean, we just- I love it. We have a lot of saturation December and January about Bible reading mm-hmm. because it's a felt need. A lot of people, mm-hmm. it's the its the beginning of the year. They're like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm gonna do this different this year. Right. And so hopefully they'll check it out, the Bible recap. Now, the Bible kneecap. Mm-hmm. You have to be a Patreon person to get that. Yeah. Okay.
1: But today, when this launches, we are launching an episode called 2020 Prep. So that's for our Which current you did listeners this last and our, year. Mm-hmm, uh-huh. yeah. And we're, we're launching that episode for our current listeners and for new joiners. And we're also relaunching our six prep episodes so that anybody new who's jumping in or anybody who's doing it again can get a refresher on all that stuff, like how to do this, how to do this well, how to succeed at this, and all. I know that six prep episodes, prep episodes sounds like a lot but it's like an hour of and content. they're so helpful. Yeah. And there's, it's super short, super helpful. I can't, um, re- I did listen to them, but I can't remember. Do you talk about like
0: how to listen when you do it? Is that yeah, what you do? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And like why we're, why I use the version I use and why reading the whole Bible is important and why we're doing the order we do blah, 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 whatever. So great. Yeah. Um, and, and even just practical stuff like how do you find the show notes? You know, cause a lot of people we talk, we, re- we do a lot of links in the show notes. People don't know how to find them. And so just stuff like that. Um, we're launching those things today as well. So those are for all your listeners who are listening on time, or even if you're, you know, listening later. Yeah, those are up on December eighteenth, twenty nineteen, and we're going to get people ready to roll out for twenty twenty. When I was listening in the spring of twenty nineteen, uh, I told you
0: a lot of times I'm in the car, and it was spring football, mm-hmm. and I would do carpool, and all those boys would be listening <laughs> to That's the Bible awesome. recap. You know, they're like half asleep. Uh-huh. Um, But anyhow, and you know what? I remember getting through some of the books in the Old Testament. Um, I felt like a little bit proud when I got mm-hmm. through because I thought mm-hmm. I've always been so scared of them. And they yeah. weren't as scary when you mm-hmm. got there.
1: Except Ezekiel. That one's the worst. Yeah, so he's a beat down. <laughs> <laughs> I like to joke about Ezekiel, but I just, I hope I don't live anywhere near him in heaven. Peace <laughs>
0: If we get to pick where we are, (laughs) if we get to pick, (laughs) Uh um, yeah, but okay. I could go on and on forever and tell you what other things I've loved about it. So, but thanks for your work. Thank you. So proud of what you're doing. Two things I forgot to tell
1: you. Tell me. You're an auditory learner, Uh but we have people who are hearing impaired Uh um, and people who just are visual learners. They keep asking us, are you going to do a book of the transcripts? We're doing, we're releasing a book of the transcripts. It's yeah. We're releasing that November, 2020. So it's still Uh quite a ways off. But, um, That's awesome. we're super excited about that. It's, yeah, so pumped about that. And, um, also plans next fall, starting with the New Testament, to have the Bible recap in sign language. Because I didn't know this, but the majority of people who are, are deaf don't read. They, they, so they, a deaf Bible has been inaccessible to them until recently, people started making videos of the Bible. And it's the largest unreached people group, one of the largest unreached people groups. If you were to take all of the deaf people in the world and put them in their own country, it would be the third largest country. And they don't have a Bible, and so they're getting a Bible this year, a sign language Bible. And so, starting with the New Testament, we're giving them the Bible recap in sign language, and then we're going to try to get the whole Bible in the whole Bible recap in sign language, so that when they get the Bible for the first time, they'll have the Bible. Who's, recap who's doing the help. Bible for the first time? Um, the American Bible, you guys, right? Okay, yeah. okay. There are a lot of people who are playing into it um, who are contributing to make that happen, I and think. And it's a video. But, yeah, it's videos of sign language Bible. Unbelievable. Yeah. So we're trying to help people who are getting scripture for the first time, because think about it. They don't have commentaries. They don't have study Bibles. They don't have any tools to help them make sense of this. So we want to be the Philip to their Ethiopian eunuch. That's so and amazing. And help, help them, you know. So that's 2020. 2020. Mm-hmm. New Testament recaps in sign language. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then transcripts for people who either prefer visual or are hearing impaired or things like that, or just don't like technology.
0: (laughs) Friends, I want to stop right here and tell you that This segment of the show, What You're Loving and What You're Reading, today is brought to you by If Gathering. If you've been listening for a while, you might have heard about a ministry that's near and dear to my heart called If Gathering. If you don't know what If Gathering is, it's a sisterhood of women from all around the world that want to see God move through their lives and in their lives. If Gathering Live is in Dallas, and it's actually sold out now, but this is really where it gets so fun. On February 7th and 8th, we want to invite you to be a part of bringing If to you right where you are. It's called If Local. Life change and true discipleship happen in our homes, around our tables, in our local churches, and so we want to invite you to be a part of this. It's really special. Hundreds of thousands of women come together in over 100 countries, and for two days, they talk about Jesus. And here's the fun part. I'll be hosting the live stream. So come join me. Go to iflocal.com and you can sign up to host in your city, in your church. Guys, even right in your home, you can host it. They make it so easy for you and give you everything that you need to host. So go to iflocal.com. And also, if your church is a Right Now Media subscriber, you can host for free. Come join us. Be a part of this story and the sisterhood. You will love it and you will not regret it. Okay, Terry, I always end. What are you loving and what are you reading? Hmm. So tell me what you're loving first, which I know some of the things you're loving because you brought me a goodie bag. <laughs> <laughs> I got to bring
1: gifts to you because I love to give gifts. I'm not um, very
0: good at giving gifts, but well, but you are because you've always brought a gift to me.
1: <laughs> I I like to give. The three things of the gift bag that I want to hone in on are these smart sweets. I have a sweet tooth and these smart sweets are... Each little pack is three grams of sugar and like thirty grams of dietary fiber, so just watch out. Um, but there's a there's a tart version, there's a sweet version. They're delicious. So like if I have I have a, a couple of kids that have sweet tooths,
0: mm-hmm. I could get them this, and mm-hmm. they think I'm just giving them all the candy in the world, right. and I am, but it's less sugar. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Yep. Okay. Love they it. They are. They're not cheap. They're no, like I would imagine. Three dollars a pouch. I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. yeah. Everything that is good for you is not cheap. You might, yes. We Give this as allowance <laughs> or something. Yeah. In your stocking. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, but I just, I get those on, I think they're available at Whole Foods. Um, you can get them on Amazon. Do
0: you like know that. what else I put in my kids' stocking? What? Their stockings are full of necessities. Oh. Socks, underwear, mm-hmm. toothbrush. You put socks in a big sock? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and every year they get the same thing and they think it's interesting. Did you get stockings when you were growing up? Mm-hmm. Did it have gifts in it, or like socks and toothbrush and deodorant? And it's like
1: an orange and you know maybe some necessities. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay. See, yeah. that's what I do too. Yeah, it wasn't like oh another jewelry. gift. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, these um, smart sweets—they're great. That's the name of them, smart sweets. I like the peach rings and the sweet fish. And then the second thing I'm loving is these charcoal bags that um, you put anywhere there might be a stink. They're like shoe shaped so you can put them in your shoes you can put them in your car in your fridge in your closet in your luggage in your high school football players bedroom or locker you know give your give give them to their locker put it in the locker yeah um and it soaks up the smell and all you have to do is put them in the sun one day a month and it kind of like takes out all the impurities that they've absorbed but it i mean they're miraculous
0: charcoal is a thing
1: it's a thing that does a
0: lot of things yeah Mm mm-hmm can't you ingest it to help with things as well? I mean, not,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, don't eat a chunk mm-hmm. of charcoal. I just bought these charcoal sticks that go in your water bottle mm-hmm. that detoxify your water. So you're not drinking the charcoal. Yeah, it's but it's pulling, pulling out. out the impure. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. you throw it away. No, you, uh, I think you boil it. Put it in the sun. I think you boil it. Boil it. Which is sort of same thing yeah. heat. Okay. Yeah. Charcoal bag. Charcoal bag. I've never seen this before. I love it. It's got the little hole in it. You can like hang it on something yes. if you want. Okay. Yeah. And then the hygrometer. I'm passionate about humidity, Jamie. We're I'm losing passionate humidity about it. in my office. We are. Yeah. Okay. So tell me why we need... Th- well. So a hygrometer, This I gave Jamie a travel hygrometer. It's about the size of like a silver dollar maybe. And it just tells the humidity in the room. And you can get these for so cheap. They're like a couple bucks each. And I travel with one and I have several throughout my house because I always want to keep my house at 55 to 65% humidity. I use my voice for a living. It's really good. You use your voice for a living It's really helpful for your voice. It also helps you get, like, stay healthy and not get sick.
0: My husband uses his voice voice for a living. Yeah,
1: you need, and again, you're in Austin. You're not really going to have to worry about humidity. But when you travel, if you're in a hotel room, on an airplane, it's going to be really low. And, like, I just was in Arizona for four days, and it was, like, you know, 25% humidity in my hotel room. And so I had a little travel humidifier that got it up to, I think I can only get up to like 50 in there, but the 50 is better than 25.
0: So low humidity will make you more prone to sickness. Yes.
1: Yeah. And it also is not good for your vocal cords. And it also, you know, humidity is what keeps your skin young too. It's like, if you see like 25 year olds who live in the desert and they look, you know, not well taken care right. of. right? <laughs> um, and so you, it, it beefs up your, your skin too. So it's good for everything. Health, Vocal cords, skin. Well, now that you got me this, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to buy the other thing, the humidifier. Yeah, because yeah. if it gets
0: down mm-hmm. low, mm-hmm. then which we always only use humidifiers if you had a sick kid or something, then you right. put it in their room right. and humidify. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Do you do oils? I do. Okay, yeah. I diffuse like yeah. essential oils. Yeah, I have mm-hmm. diffuser, but it's not um, the same. but diffusers aren't gonna. And and no. also you gotta pay attention to the square footage that the humidifier covers because that's if you buy true. one that's not big enough for your. Space. It's not going to work. Right. You'll be great with the travel one in this, in your tiny house, but in your big house, you're going to need Amazon. Here I come. Yeah. Charcoal bags,
0: mm-hmm. sweets, and hygrometer. Hygrometer. You would, yeah. <laughs> yep.
1: H-Y-G-R-O-M-E-T-R. Barometer. <laughs> R O M um, E yeah. T R. Charlie,
0: thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks okay. For so 2020, me. we got kneecap. Uh People can start over on day one. Yep. As of today, you can get the prep episodes about Mm -hmm. how to get ready, Mm -hmm. how to get their app downloaded, all Mm -hmm. the things. You'll be ready come January 1st, Mm -hmm. which January 1st is a Wednesday. I don't know why I know that or why you even care that I'm telling you that. (laughs) I know it because it's a happy hour day, Um, that you'll be ready. But also I'm the personal encouragement that if you're still in Hosea, keep reading. Yeah. Keep Keep going. Yeah. This will just take some of us longer. So thank you so much for coming back. Thanks
1: for having me. So great. Love you guys. Love your listeners
0: friends, Tara Lee Cobble's third time on the show is never a disappointment. She told me numerous times how many people they have seen from the happy hour join them in the Bible reading plan last year. And that makes me just smile from ear to ear because I am so happy to be able to host a show that is encouraging women to be in God's Word. I mean— pinch me. This is the best job in the world. I'm so thankful. I hope that my honesty with how far I am behind in the reading plan also encourages you. My friend Carla, who comes to my Bible study, she's going to finish on time. And we started at the same time. And I am so stinking proud of her. I really am. No matter where you are, remember what Tara Lee Cowbell said. She said, if you're in God's word, you are never behind time. And so let's carry on. Let's keep going. And I encourage you, if you've never read through the entire Bible, Join us next year in 2020. Start the chronological reading plan. Head over to Terri Lee Cobble's podcast, The Bible Recap. They're going to lay out exactly what you need to do to get started. If you get confused and you don't know where to go, friends, head over to our show notes, jamieivy.com. We'll have everything you need to know about how to find Terri Lee Cobble's podcast over there. Today's show was edited by Chris with Podshaper, and the music was developed for the show by Matt Graham. Show notes are written by Aki Slockers, and the whole thing is organized by Lindsay Sweeney. All right, guys, next week is going to be a different and special show. My man, Aaron Ivey, is joining me where he used to be the only man ever allowed on the show. But I don't know if you heard Jonathan Pitts joined me this year and we had a great episode. If you haven't heard it, please go listen to it. And then sneak peek, we're doing some special episodes in January and there's some dudes there. So we're trying not to break our own rules. But my favorite man guest is joining me and we are going to recap 2019, and we're going to talk about what is happening in 2020. It's so much fun. We love when we get to record together. So, tune in next week to hear my man, Aaron Ivy, join me on the show. Guys, enjoy your week. Share the show with a girlfriend. Have a happy hour with a friend.